I want us to continue our series this morning on the joy of the Lord. Everybody say the joy of the Lord. I don't know about you, but whenever this summer heat, I mean, it had him, when's summer? The 21st? Is it like tomorrow, the Tuesday? When does summer start? You're like it hadn't, Wednesday? Okay, glory to God. That, uh, that summer hadn't even officially started yet, and, and it's already been, it's already been hot. Amen? And so, and how many knows as the summer season wears on, sometimes it has a tendency to try to wear us down and, and wear us thin. Not like this thin. I'm talking about our patience thin, our joy thin. It, it, it began to wear us thin sometimes. And so we've got to intentionally receive the joy of the Lord to give us strength. Praise the Lord. I like them grapes. I tell you, I'm so thankful that Jim brought his grape vines. He said, Pastor, I'll bring those grape vines up here. We'll just watch them grow. And, uh, but I, I'm so thankful. There you go. They're going to be like that before it's all over with. Amen. Everybody say we're having a growing in God summer. Amen. Let's continue this morning on our Growing in God summer series and feed on another piece of the fruit of the Spirit. Everybody say joy. You know, it's hard to say love with a frown, love. It's hard to say joy with a frown, too. Right? It's joy. Everything that is of God brings a smile to your face. Praise the Lord. Turn with me in your Bibles for our text this morning, Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. In other words, there's not anything that can shut down the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is excels over everything we come up against. And it goes on to say, he said, listen, he said, the only thing that will shut down your flesh from dominating your life is the fruit of the Spirit. What got real quiet in there. The only thing that will tell your flesh to shut up and sit down is the fruit of the Spirit. That's the only thing that has the strength to silence your flesh and tell your flesh what to do and what not to do. That, that word joy right there. Is Kara, C-H-A-R-A. It means cheerfulness. Everybody say the joy of the Lord will cheer you up. Look at somebody, and if they got if they're going, look at somebody, say, cheer up. You know, you guys won't forget the, the, that Kara or Chira or Chara, whatever it is. Anyways, that uh uh how many how many members those British chops. Cheerio. Cheerio. What does that mean? That means cheer up. Be it well with you. You know, cheerio. Carry on. You know, cheerio. Everybody say cheer up. Cheer up. You're like, what if I don't want to? You're going to find out why it is profitable to have joy. Because if you don't have joy... Yeah, we'll, we'll let you see in just a minute, okay? Because we want joy and gladness, amen? We want it to be joyful and glory. And let's take a minute to see how to grow the fruit of joy. Jeremiah chapter 15. Jeremiah chapter 15 and verse 16. Jeremiah 15 and verse 16. How do you grow joy? Your words were found, and I ate them. 
And your word was to me the what? Joy and rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. How do you get joy? You get into God's word is what you do. He said, I found your words and I did what? Eat them. How many enjoys eating? I enjoy eating, okay? I mean, and uh, I found your words and I ate them. And your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. The joy of the Lord is in His Word, and we, as we find it and as we eat it, it becomes joy to us and causes our heart to rejoice. What do you eat with? I know a fork, but and then, okay, you, it's got to go through here to eat most of the time. I mean, unless unless you're having some real severe medical problems, Amen. No, normally everything that you eat is orally induced. Okay, you, it comes maybe it's through a fork, through a hand, through whatever, but it has to come through your mouth. Your words, I found your words and I did eat them and they became the joy and rejoicing of my heart. We must get God's word in our mouth. Amen. Everybody say, I've got to get God's word in my mouth so that it can get in my heart and change my life. Because I tell you what, you... Uh, until you start, never run at your, never run at the giant with your mouth closed. I mean, whatever you're coming up against, you start speaking the word of the Lord. Amen. You coming up against depression? Don't come, don't come against. Well, I just you know, it sort of runs in my family. We're just you know, this is just sort of our lot in life, you know. And and this is my season. It just sort of happens about this time every year, you know. I just, it's just no, no. If you want something to change in your life, you're going to have to change what's coming into your eyes, what's coming into your ears, and what's coming out of your mouth. The Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it will eat the fruit thereof. The, the book of James says our tongue's like a rudder on a ship. If you want things to change, guess what you're going to have to change? you got to change what you're saying. Amen? Because... Because you're, you're, whether you want to go this way or not, if you keep talking this way, that rudder, that rudder don't know anything but to turn you that way. Maybe you don't want to go that way. Well, I just, I just hate this and I hate that and I can't stand this and I can't. Guess what? All you're doing is feeding your life negativity. And it's, and it's, and it's directing your life that way. Amen? Because death and life were in the power of the tongue. And your words were found and I ate them. And your word was to me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. As the word of God gets in our mouth, the joy of God grows in our life. I'm going to say that again. As the word of God gets in our mouth, the joy of God grows in our life. Amen? Maybe one more time. As the word of God gets in our mouth the joy of God grows in our life because see your body mountains sycamine trees whatever it is that you're dealing with obey your words amen and and your word and sometimes we're just reaping the harvest of those things we've been saying or agreeing with 
Let's move right along. John's Gospel, chapter 15, and verse 11. John 15, 11, Jesus speaking here. He says, These things have I spoken to you, what? That my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be half empty. May be full. Amen. What did he give us so that his joy would be in us? His words. What about to make our joy full? His word. Amen. He said, these things have I spoken. Everybody say, that's God's word. These things have I spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. Jesus gave us his word to fill up our joy. Don't you love it? I tell you what. And you're like, well, but yeah, what about the circumstances that I'm dealing with? Well, see, you can be going through stuff that doesn't get in you. Jesus said, in this world, there will be tribulation. But be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Amen? Glory to God. Now, and, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And see, our joy, you might want to make a note of this, joy is the fruit of faith. Joy is the fruit of faith. If somebody's in faith, guess what they're going to be full of? Joy. I mean, if somebody's walking around in the mully grubs, y'all know what mully grubs are? I mean, bless God. Bless God. Faith is not operative in that soul right now. Amen? Because the fruit of faith is joy. Fruit means evidence. How do you know if an apple tree is an apple tree? If it's growing apples. <laughs> Jesus said, by their fruits, you will know them. Now see, if somebody's going to, well, I'm just believing God. I just, I'm just believing God. No, listen. If we're believing God, we're receiving the end of our faith. And guess what? Whenever we receive the end of what we're believing God for, it's going to cause joy to come into the now. Amen? Jesus said, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross because he saw you this side of the cross. Amen? He saw us being reconciled through his cross. Amen? Because, see, we need to not focus on what we're going through, but where we're going to. Everybody say, whenever I focus... On where I'm going to, not what I'm going through, I can have joy in the journey. Because see, faith sees the end from the beginning. Amen? Receiving the end of your faith from the beginning. Now, whenever you receive the end of your faith, you can go ahead and get full of joy, glory to God, knowing that all it is is a matter of time. Amen? Till the manifestation is mine. Praise the Lord. Joy is vitally important in our life if you desire to not be over. If you, let me say this again. Joy is vitally important in your life if you desire to be able to overcome sorrows, pains, setbacks, disappointments, frustrations, delays. Do I need to keep on going? Okay. How many knows joy is vitally important if you want to overcome. How many knows every one of us get frustrated? How many knows every one of us 
suffer delays, setbacks, all kinds of stuff that would get us out of the spirit, if you will, try to get us into the flesh, if you're going to overcome that, you're going to have to have the fruit of joy operative in your life because the power to overcome is joy's main attribute. Let me say that again so you can write that down. The power to overcome is joy's main attribute. Everybody say, joy gives me strength to stand and to overcome. See, jo the power to overcome is joy's main attribute. Joy is not intended to just make you feel good. Joy is designed by God to give you strength to stand until your victory has arrived that you receive by faith. Everybody say, joy gives me strength to stand till my victory arrives that I receive by faith. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Turn with me real quick. Deuteronomy 28 and verse 47. Because joy, joy serious business, folks. I mean, it's no just laughter and fun and games. Joy is serious business. Because you get your joy stole, you get your good stole. Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 47. It says, because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart. For the abundance of everything, therefore. See, anytime you see that word therefore, you need to stop and see what it's there for. Amen? Therefore, why? Because, because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart. Well, I just didn't feel like it, Pastor. Okay. You don't have to. But he says, because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart, for the abundance of everything, therefore... You shall serve your enemies, whom the Lord will send against you in hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, and in need of everything. And he will put a yoke of iron on your neck until he's destroyed you. Everybody say, it's time to cheer up. <laughs> it is time to cheer up and be glad. Glory to God. Amen. Rejoice in the Lord and be glad. All ye. Glory to God. It's vital that we as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ learn how to serve the Lord with joy and gladness of heart because if we do not, we will not have the strength to overcome our enemies and we will serve our enemies. Amen? Everybody say joy is serious business. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10. Because, see, joy gives you strength. Joy gives you victory. Amen? Joy, whenever we serve the Lord with joy and gladness, it causes our enemies to turn back, to fall and perish. Amen? The Bible says that we're to be imitators of God as dear children. Do you know what God's doing right now? <laughs> the Bible says the Lord sits in the heavens and laughs. Why? Because he sees, he sees the end of the devil's plot. <laughs> we need to learn how to laugh with God. We need to learn how to laugh at our enemy. Enemy said, what? <laughs> Amen? Because the enemy is a defeated foe. And if we'll stick with God, we'll overcome. 
Amen? Praise the Lord. Nehemiah 8.10 says, Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat. I like this guy. Drink the sweet and send portions for those whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to the Lord, our, to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Everybody say, there's no room for sorrow in my life. I need the strength of God from His joy. See, our strength in the Lord that enables us to stand against the wiles of the devil comes from the joy of the Lord. Remember, we're commanded to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might, right? So that we may overcome Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. He says, be strong. He says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Folks, we need strength to stand. And I don't know about you, but um, I mean, it was sometime this week, I guess maybe it was Sunday afternoon, whenever we got back and started watching all the news about all the horrific junk that's been going on everywhere. How many know sometimes that stuff will try to get on you? It'll try to get in you. It'll try to weigh you down. Brother Jonathan, I know that uh, you being a first, first responder, you have to deal with Jonathan had to go bail out a whole bunch of folks out of hurting situations throughout this, this flood and, and day in and day out. And, you know, we need to pray for those that are on the front lines. Amen? Because, uh, listen, day in and day out, they have to deal with stuff that you and I many times hadn't even thought about. And so, and so we need to be sure to pray for all that are in authority. And, and I know, like, Miss Debbie, she receives the calls from 911 and, and uh, thank God she gave a, a testimony, praise report. Uh, one, one Wednesday night, she was so worn out after going through all this, she wasn't able to come, but she texted and she said, Pastor, she said, I'm so sorry, I'm not going to be able to be at service tonight. She said, but I just, I, I did want to give a praise and a testimony to God because there was a man that called in that was getting ready to commit suicide. And, and, uh, and, and basically, she, she held him online long enough to be able to locate because there, there was no location devices on his phone or whatever it was. Kept him on the phone long enough to be able to locate where he was and then, and then got help on the way there. But how many knows that, how many knows that, that, is, that that draws a little bit of strength out of you? Helping folks that are just... And, uh, and listen, we are living in the middle of a society right now that's hurting. There's, I mean, there's all kinds of horrific things going on. And my gracious, I mean, it, you need to spend twice as much time in prayer and in worship as you do listening to the news. Amen? I mean, I'm not saying put your head in a bucket, and, you know, and make the world go away. But listen, if all you're doing is listening to all the horrific things that are going on all around us all the time, and your phone is just blowing up like cannons. How many knows that? I mean, Donna... She wanted to get some of these uh, uh, things to notices, news apps. And, I mean, she said, i got to disconnect those things from my phone. Because, I mean, it depressed you. You know, just constantly, constantly feeding you bad. And so we have to feed on God's Word. Amen? To stay full of joy. Because the world's constant, every negative, it's constantly trying to poke holes in you. Whether it's inwardly, 
How many knows that sometimes we're our own worst enemy? I mean, in our head, stuff starts ripping us up, starts tearing us down, starts, you know, chewing us up and spitting us out. We've got to stay in the Word to be strong. Let me give you three functions of the fruit of joy. Number one, it produces victory. What does joy do? It produces victory. Number two, it provides fulfillment. Joy, number one, produces victory. It provides fulfillment. And number three, it protects against oppression. And the next step after that, depression. Amen? It protects against oppression. So let's look at the fruit of joy that produces victory. 2 Peter chapter 2 and verse 19. You know, whatever overcomes a person becomes its master. Let me say that again. Whatever overcomes a person becomes its master. If depression overcomes you, guess what? Depression becomes your master. If poverty overcomes you, guess what? Poverty becomes your master. If sin overcomes you, guess what? Sin be- Whatever overcomes you becomes your master. If righteousness overcomes you, guess what? Righteousness becomes your master. Amen? If joy overcomes you, guess what? Joy becomes your master. Amen? Whatever overcomes you becomes your master. 2 Peter chapter 2 and verse 19. It says, while they promised them liberty, they themselves are slaves of corruption. For by whom a person is overcome, by him also he is brought unto bondage. I tell you, whatever you're overcome by, you become in bondage too. Everybody say, I can't give in to depression. I can't give in to sorrow. No, you can't give in to fear. You can't give in to depression. You can't give in to sorrow. Why? Because it's dangerous. And it doesn't play fair. How many knows that? It does not play fair. We become in bondage to what we're overcome by. If we rightly divide the word of God regarding joy, we will find out that joy is really not a laughing matter, but rather a serious issue where our spiritual strength is concerned. See, joy and happiness are not synonymous. Let me say that again. Joy and happiness are not synonymous. In other words, joy and happiness are not the same thing. Happiness has everything to do with happenings. If everything is happening good, then guess what? We're happy. How many has ever saw a child go from laughter to tears in 2.3 milliseconds flat? Why? Because, see, that's the flesh at work. It can go from one to another. I mean, if everything's happening wonderful, ah, yeah, it's wonderful. As soon as you take that one thing away from them, there, now, we need, to ha- we need to be more spiritual than that, folks. Amen? See, happiness is of the flesh. Joy is of the spirit. If everything's happening great, then you're happy. But if everything isn't happening great, then you're unhappy. This is living according to the flesh, according to the Bible. On, o- on the other hand, we can have joy in spite of what's happening. Everybody say, I can have joy every day of the week, every hour of the day. No matter What's happening or not happening, I can have joy, and it'll produce victory in my life, in Jesus. Now, how does joy come again? 
By the word, that's it, that's it. Ding, 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 ding. These words have I spoken unto you that my joy may be in you. Amen? And so it's so important, it's so vital for us to hear God's word, what God says about us. Amen? Not what we feel about us, not what other people think about us, not what we've been through or going through or dealing with or whatever. Because joy is of the Spirit, therefore it never changes. Because it's based on and governed by God and His Word. And God never changes and His Word never changes. When we learn how to live in the Spirit, we can have joy. No matter what we're going through. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. I referred to this just a minute ago. Hebrews chapter 12 and verses 1 and 2. It says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Who's those great cloud of witnesses? There you go, all the heroes of faith, all those who have gone before us, who have run their race and finished their course, amen, who are cheering us on. Come on, you can do it. Glory to God. How many knows you can draw strength from the stands? I mean, whenever you don't feel you can go another step, just begin to hear, hear those who have gone before you. Come on, you can do it. Glory to God. Just a little while longer, amen. Push on. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great, so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares or sets us back and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. This is how that you can maintain your joy for the journey. Number two, uh, verse two, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Joy looks at where you're going to, not what you're going through. Amen? Everybody say joy is a game changer. I mean, it doesn't matter how bad it's been or how, or, or how, or how horrible you may, it, things may be right now. All of a sudden, you can go ahead and cash that sorrow in and exchange it for joy. Because, God, you said joy is a fruit of the Spirit. If you are in Christ, if you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the joy of the Lord is in you. Everybody say in seed form. We've got to take that seed and plant it. How do we plant it? That's right, by the Word of God and through our mouth. Amen? We've got to get God's Word in our mouth. We've got, there, your words were found and I did eat them. And they became the joy and rejoicing of my heart. Amen. 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 12. Because, see, a lot of times you'll think, well, Pastor, yeah. If everything was going as good for me as it is for you, and you have no idea what's going good or bad right now. Amen. Because joy can give you an even flow. Amen. Jesus, who for the joy that was set before him, he was right in the middle of the cross. Uh-oh. I'm glad it was that and not the great thing. Anyways, joy can give you strength to stand no matter what you're going through. And it'll give you victory over whatever you're going through. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12 says, Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings 
that when His glory is revealed, you may also be glad with what? Exceeding joy. Listen, whenever things come against you to try to steal your joy, don't think it's strange or don't think something's wrong. wonder what's wrong with me. Don't think that. I'll tell you what's wrong with you is you're going in God's direction and the devil doesn't like it. Amen. He's trying to steal your joy because he wants to strip you of your strength because he wants to take everything good that you have. Amen. The only way to experience true joy is when we live by faith. The author and the finisher of our faith receives strength to endure the cross by counting it all joy. Seeing the end of what his faith was producing and drawing joy by looking at where he was going to, not what he was going through. The second function of the fruit of joy is this. Joy produces fulfillment. Or joy provides fulfillment. Amen? Praise the Lord. Everybody say joy produces victory. And it provides fulfillment. Woo! James chapter 1 and verse 2. I don't know about you, but this is good stuff. Now, see, it may not make you jump and shout right now, but it'll give you strength to stand. How many knows that's what we need? James chapter 1 and verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Everybody say, sounds like total fulfillment. That you may be complete, lacking nothing. Amen. Glory to God. Because see, if you can hold on to God's joy for your life, He said He will complete that which He spoke over you. Amen. See, joy will give you the winner's edge. You know what I'm talking about. I tell you what, because see, there has to, and I'm going to say this till y'all get tired of me saying it. Unless there's something greater in you than what's coming at you, what's coming at you will overcome you. But whenever there's something greater in you than what's coming at you, you will overcome what's coming at you with what's in you. Did you get that? Amen? There has to be something greater on the inside of you than what you're dealing with on the outside. And what is that? That greater one is God, and part of the fruit of His Spirit is joy. Amen? Lacking nothing. I like that. As we count every test, trial, or situation joy, we will receive the strength to overcome the test and will be another. And it'll be, everybody say it takes a test to have a testimony. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. And so joy will give us the strength to overcome the test, and it will become another testimony to our God of His strength and His power over everything that would seek to steal, kill, or destroy from our lives. See, joy gives us strength to stand till the promise arrives. Amen. Are you with me here this morning? I mean, I tell you what, this is serious business. Because, see, and, and, and the world, the flesh, the heat, all these kind of things try to take joy away from you. Amen? 
And so what we have, the news, everything, and what we, our feelings, our emotions, I mean, friends, Facebook, okay, we're going. Whatever that it may be, okay, joy gives us strength to stand until the promise arrives. Joy, you may write this down or you may not, anyway. Joy is the bucket we draw the promises out of the well of salvation with. Everybody say, joy is the bucket that we draw the promises from the well of salvation with. I mean, how are we going to draw out all these great and precious promises with joy? Isaiah chapter 12 and verse 3. Isaiah chapter 12 and verse 3 says, Therefore with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Now see, pouting, nothing, nobody likes me, everybody hates me, I think I'll go eat worms. Guess what? Your bucket leaks. And by the time you get it up there to try to take a drink, there's nothing left. Amen. Everybody say, we're going to work this joy thing. The wells of salvation. What's in those wells of salvation? Healing. Deliverance. Financial prosperity. Safety. Preservation. Soundness of body and mind. All these things are in the wells of salvation. And the way we draw them out is with joy. Amen. Number three. The third function of joy is it protects against oppression. Joy protects everybody say I've been immunized from depression and oppression I got my joy inoculation <laughs> glory to, I mean we've been inoculated with joy unspeakable the joy of the Lord which is our strength joy protects against oppression how do we apply this uh th- this antidote everybody say orally you take this joy orally Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 23. Proverbs 15, 23. says, a man has what? Joy by the answer of his mouth. Everybody say, the way I have joy is by what I say, not by what they say. <laughs> I mean, no matter what they say, you can say what, you can say what God says and you can have joy. A man has joy. By the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season, how good it is. See, as soon as joy withers from the tongue, it withers from the heart. As soon as it withers from the heart, it withers from our life. And as as soon as joy withers, the enemy rings you out. Hmm? Let's see. Our heart and our mouth are connected in the spirit. And so we must guard our heart by bridling our tongue. Everybody say, I've got to watch my mouth. Mm. I mean, because I don't know if you know this or not, but your body language is not just read by others. Your body reads your body language. Are you hearing me? You start going, Guess what your body starts feeling like? That's 
because everything produces after its own kind. Amen? So what do we have to do whenever we feel that way? Glory to God! Oh, look what the Lord has done! I mean, dance yourself happy. Shout yourself happy. Begin to speak what God says. Amen? Over your situation. Do you know that David, I mean, he was standing before Abimelech, King David, was standing before Abimelech. Uh, King Abimelech was getting ready to cut his head off. And, and David looked at King Abimelech and he says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Come, let us exalt his name forever. And, and, he, and in the Bible it says, David assumed to be mad. And King Abimelech said, I can't kill a crazy man. He's got to be crazy. Who in the world would act like that whenever they're fixing to die? See, joy will turn everything around. Amen. Glory to God. You don't succumb to your circumstances. You, you preside over your circumstances. You begin to tell yourself who you are. Amen. You begin to pronounce who you are according to God's word. Don't lay down and get what he's telling you. Amen. Everybody say, my tongue turns my life in the direction that I point it. James chapter 1, verse 26. I hope you're getting this. I'm getting happy here. It, James chapter 1, verse 26. If anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not watch his mouth, does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this, one, this one's religion is useless. See, you can do everything you think you're supposed to do to be a good Christian. But you don't watch your mouth. Your, your religion is vain. It's empty. It's useless. In the book of Joel, we see that mass destruction came upon Judah in a matter of hours. It said, has nothing like this ever happened before or since? I mean, it was just mass destruction in one day. Let's look into this, and we're thinking about closing. Joel chapter 1, verse 12. Because uh, I believe we can see a key as to what opened the door to the enemy. And see, if we know what opens the door to the enemy, we can close it. Joel chapter 1 and verse 12. I mean, you can read the whole first chapter, and the prelude to that 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 book of Joel it says nothing like this has ever happened before since in one day everything got destroyed but we're going to see maybe a tip of how the enemy got tipped off in here Joel chapter 1 and verse 12 says the vine is dried up the fig tree languisheth the palm tree the pomegranate tree the palm tree also the apple tree even all the trees of the field are withered why? Because joy is withered away from the sons of men. Everybody say, when my joy withers, everything else withers. This is a life lesson here. And do you know, if you suffer with depression, if, if you struggle to stay up, you're probably highly anointed. You're probably highly anointed is your problem. 
Do you know one of the greatest signatures of the book of Joel is? This is that which was prophesied by the prophet Joel. In the last days I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. See, the enemy tried to shut Joel's joy down. Why? So that he could rob him of all the spiritual strength and equipment that God wanted to release through him. Amen? And so listen, if you struggle with discouragement, depression, overwhelming, oppression, whatever it is, listen, don't say, oh, it's just, I've just got major problems here. I've just got major, you know. No, you don't. The problem you have is you're highly anointed. And that's not a problem. Amen. Woo! Listen, that's good news, folks. That is good news. Because, see, you thought something was wrong with you. Now, uh, ain't nothing wrong with you. There's something severely right with you that the enemy wants to destroy you before you see it working big in you. This is good, folks. Don't sorrow. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength. Amen? Just turn that thing. You're like, yeah, but what if I don't feel, won't I sort of be fake? No. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. The reason, the reason that you can go ahead and say, glory to God, I got the victory. Glory to God. I've got joy unspeakable and full of glory, and the half has not even yet been told. I've got joy in the journey. I've got joy when I think about what is done for me. Y'all remember, remember that old song? I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. You got you to gotta have one of them drums. I get joy when I think about what he, he healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me just in time. Look what the Lord has done. Amen. We need to realize, we need to go ahead and look back. Ah, uh -uh, glory to God. Jesus, my champion, he redeemed my life from destruction. He took all of my sorrows. He took all of my pains. He took the stripes on his back so I can have healing in Jesus' name. His blood was shed so that mine could become pure. So that I could be forgiven of all my sin. Amen? We got to turn that thing on him. Glory to God. Now, if we had us a Hammond B3 and somebody knew how to use it, we might have some. No, I'm kidding. Let's look real quick. Psalm 105, verse 43. Y'all pray and they'll come. Amen? I'm saying about the person that can work that ham and B3. Amen? And, and uh, I think Luke might could. <laughs> anyway, if he couldn't, maybe we can get somebody. <laughs> Glory to God. Psalm, listen, it's joy serious business, folks. Psalm 103, verse 43. I'm sorry, Psalm 105, verse 43. It says, he brought out his people, how? With joy. He brought his people out with joy, his chosen ones with what? Gladness. Glory to God. The Bible says that when God brought out the children of Israel, he brought them out with joy from Egypt, and there was not one of them feeble among them. Psalm 105, 37 says, he brought them out 
with silver and with gold, and there was not one feeble among his tribes. Can you take one more scripture? Psalm 149, verse 5. Psalm 149, verse 5 says, Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud on their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute on them the written judgment. This honor have all his saints. Praise the Lord. Praise team and band. You guys come up here and help us. Glory to God. Listen, I want you to know how you turn the situation around is you open your mouth up. You, be, you, begin, you begin to release the sounds of joy, the shouts of praise. He said on his bed. In other words, in other words, you may be laid out. You may be laid out. But you're laid out. You begin to say, glorify your name. God, I'll worship you. God, I thank you that you are my strength and my salvation. God, it is in you that I trust. And Father, I thank you right now with joy I'm drawing out of the wells of salvation. You're getting up out of that bed. Amen. With joy I'm drawing out of the wells of salvation. You're receiving that healing. With joy I'm, I'm drawing out of the wells of salvation. You're overcoming that withering. Amen. You're becoming strengthened in Jesus' name. We become joyful when we sing praises to God. Praise the Lord. As you guys tune up right there, just a second. Give me one more second. Praise the Lord. We, we, then we're going to shout, okay? We grow in the fruit of joy by developing our faith. Let me say that again. We grow in the fruit of joy by developing our faith. Amen? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Amen? In 1 John 1, 4 says, These things have I written unto you that your joy may be full. We've got to stay in the Word of God in order for our joy tank to stay full of God. I'm going to say that again. We've got to stay in the Word of God for our joy tank to be full of the joy of God. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the joy and faith are twins. They work together. Amen? Praise the Lord. Joy, faith, and service. Let's everybody stand. Service. See, the, the most happy people that I've ever seen in my life are those who serve. The most joyful people are those who give. Amen? I mean those that are just pouting and just like... Are those who are so full of themselves. They can't give one iota. Amen? You want to immunize yourself from sorrow, from oppression, from depression? Let sing praises. Begin to let the high praises of God be in your mouth. Let the joy of the Lord, let the Word of God give you joy. Speak God's Word. Walk in faith. Don't be moved by what you see. Don't be moved by what's going on around you. And begin to look for ways to serve others. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm going to read this last scripture in Paul. In Acts chapter 20, in verse 21, it says this. It says, and see, this is the Apostle Paul, and see, now I go bound in the Spirit to Jerusalem, 
not knowing the things that will happen to me there, except the Holy Spirit testifies in every city saying that chains and tribulations await me. But none of these things move me. Nor do I count my life dear unto myself so that I may finish my race with joy. I don't know about you, but I'm getting strength in my legs right now. Why? Because, see, Paul said, I'm being poured out as a drink offering. In other words, I'm giving, I'm giving my life away. Why? For the glory of God so that others can find Jesus. He said, so that I may finish my race with joy. And the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Last scripture. <laughs> this is really the last one. Psalm 1611. Psalm 1611. You got that one? Psalm 1611. It says, you didn't think I was going to get that far, did you? Glory to God, see? <laughs> Psalm 1611 says, You will show me the path of life in your presence, fullness of joy. Amen? See, God inhabits the praises of His people. 